Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, uh, our good friend Andrew Brandt, the executive director at uh, Morad Center at uh, Villanova and former Packers VP and columnist for MMQB. Andrew, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. This will conclude a week's worth of interviews about <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. And basically, you know, the deja vu that I felt 15 years ago to the day where we sat in there and took a quarterback in the first round when we had a Hall of Fame quarterback on the roster. You know, the differences, of course, are we sat and watched and waited, and, of course, Alex Smith went number one, and all the guys we wanted except one with a first-round grade just went off the board right and left, and we sort of had Aaron Rodgers fall in our lap compared to this year where, of course, the Packers made an affirmative step, traded up, and went and got that player, Jordan Love. There's a little bit of differences, but I think the storyline is the same. Age 35, Hall of Fame quarterback to be, great player, still in his prime, and the Packers secure the future, they hope, at this stage. Were you surprised? I was. I was, because... A little different than Brett also, you know, we had heard retirement rumors, and right. we hadn't done a big contract for a while. Uh, the big, you know, the 10-year deal I did with him, and it was 2001, so that was four years later. And, you know, there was a difference in that. in that. So I just thought, you know, maybe this pick comes of a top quarterback next year or the year after, but... You know, we, as I'm sure you're talking about all week, we have a setup here of a point of reckoning. And I guess my best guess for that point of reckoning is 2022. I know others have different feelings about which year it is, but we have one. So now, you know, being in that organization and knowing when you drafted, when, when, when Ted drafted, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, and thus began the... I don't want to say contentiousness, but maybe you can tell me better. If it was, it was. But now you got to massage egos. you got to massage personalities. I mean, short, certainly Jordan Love didn't do anything wrong, and neither did Aaron Rodgers at the time. They just got drafted. Right. Uh, but now you got to make sure that everybody is on that same page. What kind of a job do they now have coming up in Green Bay? Yeah, that was the hardest part. I mean, I've talked about this. I wrote about it, Sports Illustrated. You know, I spent three years, really, dealing with calls on maybe monthly, sometimes weekly basis. You know, Brett's camp, and it wouldn't be Brett, but it would be his camp or it would be Bus Cook, basically saying, Andrew, you know what it's like to come into work every day and sit with your replacement? That's not great. And then you'd hear from Aaron's camp simply the question of, is he ever going to play? 
I mean, can he play at some point? Is he going to play there? And then you're just trying to manage it. Now, none of those questions or comments are antagonistic. You know, they're not they're still they're not mad. They're just they're just saying, you know, it's not it's not a great situation to come into work and sit with your replacement. And it's not a great situation to come into work and know you may never play. So I would think that's going to go on again. And again, people have these sort of hot takes about anger and, and Aaron being mean, to, like Brett. I mean, listen, Aaron's a pro. Aaron can handle it. and It's just that kind of lingering thing in the back of your mind. The story here, Bill, of course, as you've talked about, I'm sure, is we now have an expiration date on Aaron Rodgers as a Packer, which mm-hmm. I never thought of before last week. You just have I just never thought of that. And we now have one. Could the narrative be Aaron plays so well and does not give Jordan Love an opportunity other than in preseason that Aaron, you find it almost difficult or unbelievable to even think of getting rid of him for an unproven guy that you have in your own backyard, then maybe you trade Jordan Love away for an additional draft pick or whatever down the road. Can you see that scenario playing out, or do you feel that, no, they basically put the clock now, it's ticking on Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay? No, the same way I felt 15 years ago. You could, if you draft a quarterback in the first round, he's playing, period. You know, the idea of flipping, I mean, that's what we did way back in the day with Aaron Brooks, with uh, Matt Hasselbeck, my client. I mean, that's what you do when you have a low-round quarterback to try to get a a third-round pick out of it. First-round pick, they're playing. You know, think about the past five years. Everybody's played right away. Mm -hmm. And now George's not going to play right away, but everyone except Mahomes has played first year. So I don't, you know, what we what, what what we have now is there's one or two one of two bad decisions here that are going to be revealed, either taking Jordan Love in the first round, or giving Aaron the biggest contract in NFL history that lasts a while, because they can't both be good decisions because they're going to bump up against each other mm-hmm. in at least two years. Well, that's just it. In two years, I think the salary cap hit is what uh, seventeen million, which they basically get about twenty million back uh, if indeed Jordan loves your guy, and then you let Aaron Rodgers move on. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. If they would trade him now, that accelerates the the dead cap money, correct? Trade Aaron? Yeah, I mean they couldn't do it now because that's the suggestion. Yeah, I mean it's 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 prohibitive for two years. It's prohibitive right. whether you trade, whether he retires, whether he's released. It's all whatever it is, $50 million this year and $30 million next year. Truly prohibitive. I mean, there are people out there saying, well, they could do it next year. And I'm like, Can you, next year? No. You would have $31 million on your cap and no Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, right. that to me is suicide. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, I that would be ludicrous, especially thinking that. I mean, unless Aaron took some kind of significant injury, you, you'd have to really believe that Jordan loves your guy uh, to to still say you got a good quarterback with thirty million dollars on your books. But uh, no, I I don't think I'm doing that. It's going to be two years before we figure out if it, it's actually going to get done. 
now you got to manage this. I mean, this isn't. This has to be a two-year thing where those two guys sit in the same room, and you've got to say all the right things as a head coach. You got to say all the right things as a general manager. And even so, let's just say worst-case scenario happens, and Aaron Rodgers goes down with some type of an injury. You still didn't do a lot to fortify for your incoming guy to have enough weapons around him, or at least perceivably, to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm going to push back a little on the latter. On the former point, that's been my point all week, is you're going to have to manage this, and it's not easy. I've been there. On the weapons thing, you know, I don't know. I mean, if the Packers got Michael Pittman or if the Packers got whoever, Jonathan Taylor, would they really be in a better position for this year? Is that guy going to put them over the top? You know, a receiver that may not play a lot, or a running back that will be, or whoever it's going to be, a lineman. You know, first round receivers are hit and miss. That's that's the data. So, you know, I don't I don't subscribe to this. A rookie, no matter who the rookie is, is going to be that piece that gets you to the Super Bowl. You know, I do understand what the Packers are doing. They saw, like 15 years ago, the best player on the board. And they felt they needed to move up four spots, not a huge deal, to go get them. And they feel like we did 15 years ago. We have secured the future. We have secured the future. And the hope is the only team in the NFL that has 30 years of franchise quarterbacks running they can take that to 45 years with this kid. So that's the hope, and I get it. I just think, you know, what we talk about, the management part is going to be harder than they think even. Yeah. I, uh, I Let me ask you this. Do you think the Packers are better today than they were at the end of the season? That's a great question. Um, I liked their free agent signings. I like the tackle, and I like the linebackers. I mean, I think I'm going to answer it this way. I trust their scouting. I trust their scouting. Now, maybe they did try to move up in the second to get a receiver, but I trust that the people they're bringing in, those three linemen, the running back in and out with the other running backs, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I trust they're going to make them better, yes. Okay. Andrew, it's always a pleasure. I know it's going to be a weird scenario and dynamic in Green Bay for the next couple of years. We'll see how it all plays out, and I'm sure we'll have you back on again real soon, okay? Always a pleasure, Bill. Take care. Absolutely, pal. Go rest up now. It's been a hard week. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. There you go. Andrew Brandt, uh, former VP with the uh, Green Bay Packers, and 15 years ago to the day the Packers took a quarterback, and then the dynamic got a little bit weird and – as he said, you don't take a first-round quarterback to trade him. The clock is now ticking. And a guy that's been there behind the scenes, walked those hallways, sat up there in the tower behind the walls, the clock is now ticking. Uh, by the way, uh, Andrew Brandt joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, Schneider, hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.